Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, everyone. Tonight is Thursday, March the 12th. 2015, and we're continuing our study in the book of Peter, the first epistle of Peter. We left off last week with chapter 2, and um, in chapter 1, we learned about uh, uh, foreknowledge of God and uh, the fact that we are uh, predestined, predestinated, the elect, and we also learned to be holy in our manner of conversation. And we also learned in verse 17 that the Father judges every man according to his work. There you go. So, so uh, we're not predestined to be saved as uh, right. the, uh, what do you call it, the uh, Kohenites or Calvinists say. We're, we're predestinated to incarnate and to be, uh, you know, be his chosen people. But that doesn't mean... You know he's gonna, he's going to forgive all our future sins and save us automatically. There's no there, we found out repeatedly. There's no such thing as automatic salvation. No, there just isn't. There okay. is no free ticket just because no. you've got white skin. Yeah. <laughs> or even if you're holy, because <laughs> yeah. you can fall by the wayside at any time. Yeah. But but before we get back into First uh, Peter, I just wanted to quote here a little bit. Uh, after shootings in Ferguson, U.S. police beset by sense of siege. Yeah, well, you know, why don't why didn't somebody tell these black people that are attacking cops? And Darren Wilson was attacked by a black thug. You know, he just uh, uh, Wilson was lucky that the black thug didn't have a gun, right? So now these uh, these blacks in Ferguson are walking up to police officers and executing them. Okay. Where's the outcry? From white people, yeah. Yeah, right. where's the outcry? You know uh, what? They don't, most of them don't care because right. it doesn't affect them. Well, it will. It will. <laughs> it, it's sad that people don't care until it directly affects them. Right. As long as, as, long as they've got a job and they're comfortable and they're not threatened, they really don't care. Actually. Yes, yeah. So uh, the the truest words ever spoken, Anne Rand, who was a Jewess, but she wrote a lot of stuff about the Soviet Union, which was very true, How what a depressing and evil society that was, is, uh, communism is. And she said, you can ignore politics, but politics won't ignore you. <laughs> right? It's That's a paraphrase. going to affect you. Yeah, you right. Like it or not. Yeah. And so this is from Bloomberg. Uh, which I think is a uh, news service, not the actual news uh, station, but a news service. To America's police, the shooting of two of their own in Ferguson, Missouri, reinforces a sense that they're under siege. Yeah, they sure are. Uh, Quote, the bottom line is any police officer who puts on a uniform has to be concerned, said Pat Camden, spokesman for Chicago's Fraternal Order of Police Lodge Number 7. There are fewer walking the streets after cities made the thin blue line even thinner because of the recession. Unions have clashed with public officials over cuts to pension and health benefits. At the same time, police have been confronted by accusations of racism, 
some of which were reinforced last week when the U.S. Justice Department said the St. Louis suburb used the courts and cops to squeeze fines from blacks to keep itself afloat. Now, also, the so-called Justice Department issued a statement condemning the Ferguson Police Department uh, and uh, saying that they need to clean up their act, even though Darren Wilson was acquitted twice, once locally and once at the federal level. So who's at, who's at fault? You know, and then they had this demonstration of black people marching around Ferguson with their hands up. Well, Michael Brown never had his hands up. He, atta- he attacked Darren Wilson while he was sitting in his car, mm-hmm. and he was trying to go for his gun. There was a struggle over the gun, and uh, uh, I guess and when he got when Wilson got punched in the face, uh, Darren Wilson I and mean, then uh, Michael Brown then retreated and then attacked again. And after attacking the second time, that's when Darren Wilson shot him. Okay. And all that story was, was uh, eyewitness testimony, and that's the true story, and Darren Wilson was cleared. So there was nothing, he did nothing wrong, and the Ferguson Police Department did nothing wrong. So why is the national media condemning the Ferguson the Police Department? Because they're not, they don't love blacks enough. Right? <laughs> they, shouldn't, they shouldn't defend themselves against blacks. That's the that's the crime that Darren Wilson committed. That's the crime that all these white police officers are committing. They're not supposed to defend themselves. They're allow they're supposed to allow themselves to be murdered by these blacks. Okay. Yeah, you couldn't pay me enough money to be a cop. There's no, no not these days. No way. Not these days. Because you can't. Uh, you get in a situation like that with a black, you can't defend yourself. Right, right. And then one more paragraph here. Officers have been on edge for months. In New York, two were shot and killed in December while sitting in their squad car. In September, a Pennsylvania trooper was killed and another wounded when a man opened fire on a barracks. Okay, well, you know, these blacks, these terrorist blacks, that's what they are. They're terrorists. They're shooting people randomly in order to make a political statement, a racist political statement. They're terrorists. That's all they are. And uh, the Jew-controlled media is encouraging this type of terrorism to occur. That's what that it is. That just stirs them all up. It's, it's, yeah. It's Jew media. It oh, of course. Stirred up. Keeps them in a frenzy all the time, thinking they've yeah. been abused and, and discriminated against, when really they're the luckiest people on the planet. Yeah, right. Yeah. They should be in Africa. See, how they, yeah. <laughs> see what life is like there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they do all this whining and complaining about slavery. Well, it wasn't even them that, I mean, it was their ancestors who were slaves. Right. If it, if it wasn't for their ancestors being slaves, they wouldn't be over here today. That's right. Yeah, they should go back. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay, well, I, I can't get, somehow I got kicked out of the chat room. I can't get back in. So uh, we'll, we'll just go ahead and I just won't be able to communicate with people in the chat room. So, uh, okay, so let's continue with uh, 1 Peter chapter 2. 1 Peter chapter 2. Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speaking. Don't sin, in other other words. Yeah. (laughs) As as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Okay, now the word, you know, this is, uh, well... Now, shortly after the crucifixion of Christ, they're still compiling the New Testament. So the only word that they have is the moral law. That's the only word they have. Mm-hmm. Right? Clearly a reference to the Old Testament. Yep. If so, be ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious. 
whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious. He also rejected, is, rejected of men. Oh, yeah, disallowed is kind of an obsolete term. Okay. He also, as lively stones, are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Okay. The blood blood sacrifice has been done away with. So now the the sacrifices are spiritual, or more correctly, actually moral. But you have to have a spiritual attitude. There's more beyond this life, okay, and that uh, you will be rewarded for your good deeds in this life, in the next life. You will be rewarded. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean heaven, going to heaven, because some of us will not die when some of us will not taste death when the kingdom comes okay but uh obviously you shouldn't be materialistic and uh you know i think uh jesus puts it you know where lay your treasure you know where your uh, where your treasure is that where your heart is that's where you're going to go right <laughs> and so yeah well you have to adapt to what you're doing in this life but with the goal of eternal life okay yeah. And that's how we're supposed to approach it. Yeah, you can't take all those toys with you anyway. Right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I want to take my games and my Ferrari. And <laughs> your boat and your house and your car. Right, yeah. And my diamond rings, my Super Bowl ring. <laughs> okay. Verse 7. Unto you, therefore, which believe, he is precious. But unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed or rejected, as we stated earlier. Yes. The same is made the head of the corner, speaking of Christ here. Right. And a, and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. Even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. Okay, so disobedient to what? <laughs> it's, it can only be the law, right? Yeah. So, uh, so if you are disobedient, Christ will be a stumbling block for you. Mm-hmm. Oh no, we're all saved. Just believe. Just believe. That's all. Yeah. It, it's utterly amazing that these churches teach such nonsense. When virtually every every chapter and every epistle in the Bible <laughs> contradicts that. Everything, even yes. even from Paul, who they claim did away with, talked about doing away with the law. So we've seen it every everything we've read. We've seen. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> Verse nine. But you are a royal, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of Him who has called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. All right, he's talking to Israelites. Because uh, those words only spoken to Israelites in Exodus 19 and Deuteronomy 10. I thought he meant everybody. <laughs> right. The, the Zulu, right? The, Zulu. the Eskimos, right? He's such a racist. Uh, we're supposed to be a kingdom of priests. You know, the only way we can be a kingdom of priests is by obeying the law. A set aside people—that's what we're supposed to. Right. Exactly. He's confirming the chosenness and the separateness and the you know, called outness 
of the Israelites here, just as in the Old Testament. There's no deviation. Nope. And it doesn't make us any, I mean, no need, no need to get big-headed about it. I mean, it's actually a greater responsibility that we have. Right. It is a responsibility, yeah. Because actually, you know, the, the, the word says he, who he loves, he chastises. Okay? So uh, Yahweh really, if you think about it, Yahweh doesn't really chastise the Jews much. No, they okay. pretty much get away yeah. with people. They get away with just about everything. <laughs> All right? Yeah. It's us he chastises mm-hmm. because he wants us to be like him. And we can't get like that if we're not chastised. That's right. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's the way it is, that's, yes. That's what toughens us up. Uh-huh. That's right. Makes us stronger. Uh, verse 10, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims. Oh, by the way, uh, the... Uh, verse 10 proves he's talking about Israel and nobody else. He's talking about the fact that we were cast out and divorced. No other, this didn't happen to any other people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul. Having your conversation honest among the Gentiles or nations that whereas they speak against you as evildoers and made by your good works which they shall behold <clears throat> glorify God in the day of visitation. Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be to the king as supreme or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of them that do well. I think we need to clarify this where it says, um, now he's not saying that you should submit to evil here in verse right. 15. And this is, well, we talked yeah. about this when we were in Romans also. Right, we yeah, well, obviously, or to governors as to them that are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers. All right, well, so that can't be Caesar. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? So right. He, he's talking about the... Uh, the emerging, the emerging church, the emerging congregation. Okay. Verse 15. For so is the will of God, that with well-doing you may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men, as free and not using your liberty for a cloak of maliciousness, but as the servants of God. Honor all men, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. Servants, be subject to your masters with all fear, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the forward. But this is thankworthy, if a man for conscience toward God endure grief, suffering wrongfully. For what glory is it, if when ye be buffeted for your faults, ye shall take it patiently? But if, when ye do well and suffer for it, ye take it patiently, this is acceptable with God. So if you're under oppression and can't do anything about it, do the best you can, and uh, Yahweh will, you know, count it in your favor. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what we were talking about a little bit ago, weren't we? About the, the right, the suffering and the, the chastisement and that kind of thing. Yes. <clears throat> Verse twenty-one: For even hereunto were ye called, 
because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow his steps. Okay, basically saying that Christians are going to be persecuted much like the Christ was, okay? Yeah. And it's still happening. It is. That's right. Christ, who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth, who, when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judges righteously, who his own self bare our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. For you were as sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. <clears throat> Chapter 3. Likewise, you wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they also may without the word be won by the conversation of the wives. Okay, so in other words, the wife needs to be righteous herself, just in case her husband isn't. Mm-hmm. While they behold your chaste conversation coupled with fear, whose adorning let it not be that outward adorning of plaiting the hair and of wearing of gold, or of putting on of apparel. Don't play dress up all the time. <laughs> uh oh, boy, that's a hard one to, these days, right? Yeah, it is. Pick up a magazine, uh, and then you're. It shows you how you're supposed to dress, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's all over the place. Isn't right. it? Magazines and mm-hmm. everywhere. Verse 4, but let it be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great price. For after this manner in the old time, the holy women also, who trusted in God, adorned themselves being in subjection unto their own husbands. So a little bit of adornment is not a bad thing. However, don't go overboard. Moderation. Yeah. Yeah. Verse 6, even as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord. Boy, I can't see any women calling their husband (laughs) Lord today. (laughs) They might call him a few things, but Lord, probably not going to be one of them. No offense, ladies. Just just a joke. Right. (laughs) Whose daughters ye are, as long as you do well, and are not afraid with any amazement. Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel. And of course, that just means weaker in muscles. (laughs) Right. Because many of them are probably stronger mentally than their... Yeah, and more righteous than their husbands. That's really, that's pretty common, actually. And as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. Finally, be ye all of one mind, having compassion one of another. Love as brethren. Be pitiful. Be courteous. I think that's a bad translation. Be pitiful. Right. Well, yeah, have pity or sympathy. Have pity on someone. Right, exactly. Full of pity. Full of pity, yeah. Yeah, the the meaning of the word has changed now. It doesn't mean full of pity. It means you, <laughs> you're pitiful. You're pitiful. <laughs> you're, so, you're so low, you're pitiful. <laughs> you're so pathetic. Yeah, yeah, pathetic. There you go. 
That's what it means. You're pathetic. Okay. Verse 9, not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrary-wise blessing, knowing that you are thereunto called that you should inherit a blessing. Now, this is exactly what uh, Christ means where he says, uh, uh, or where he says, it's Matthew chapter 5, the, the real controversial verse. Uh, how did he put it? Resist not evil. Okay, where he says resist not evil. That's what he means. He means this. Render not evil for evil. Okay. In other words, don't don't lash back. Uh, you know, the more I think of it, it's probably a bad translation. Or or it was a, what's the term? A, a figure of speech at the time. Okay. Because uh, obviously, uh, James says, resist the devil and the devil shall flee from you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's that's a, a, what, what verse is that? Chapter Matthew chapter five. Uh, yeah, it's I think it's somewhere in five. Yeah, because it's uh, part of the Sermon on the Mount. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, verse thirty-nine, chapter five, verse thirty-nine in Matthew. Yeah. Okay. If you resist not evil, but whosoever shall smite thee on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. Right. So, but that's only among friends, uh, friends, yeah. friends and neighbors of Israel. Has nothing to with uh, to do with an invading army, okay? Because mm-hmm. obviously the Israelites fought other invading armies constantly, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, it means uh, just be slow to anger. Don't right. Be, That's what it means. Be with, slow to anger. With your brother, with your fellow right. white brothers. And yeah. And even if you are angry, don't strike back. You know, you're supposed to uh, talk it out, talk it over first. You know, and if if he doesn't give you satisfaction, then hit him. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay. No, just kidding. <laughs> Dude, do your absolute best to work it out, you know, yeah. and find out, you know, because very often it's a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. Again, just common sense. I mean, right. common sense. Just treat other people the way you want to be treated. And, and... That's right. That's right. Uh, verse 10, for he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. Let him eschew evil and good. <laughs> let him seek peace and ensue it. The eyes of the Lord are <coughs> and his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. There you go. Yahweh is against them that do evil. Can't be any clearer. So it takes more than just belief. This is New Testament. And again and again and again. Every every chapter, every everything we've read. Verse thirteen. And who is he that will harm you if you be followers of that which is good? Amen. But if you suffer for righteousness' sake, happy are you, and be not afraid of their terror, neither be troubled, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason of the hope that is with, that is you, that is in you with meekness and fear. All right, with meekness and fear. Humbleness, really. No, right. No name calling. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, no foul language. You know, treat people with respect. Again, it's a golden rule. Yeah. 
And a lot of people take that as, oh, well, you know, that's being a wimp. Well, no, it's not. I mean, you treat other people the way you want to be treated. I don't think exactly, exactly. You know, yeah, you'll you get your chance to beat on people. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't do it unnecessarily. Yeah. <clears throat> Verse 16, having a good conscience that whereas they speak evil of you as of evildoers, they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conversation in Christ. Amen. For it is better, if the will of God be so, that you suffer for well-doing for evil doing. All right. Well, if you have to suffer, it might as well be for doing good. Yeah. <laughs> you know you're going to suffer for doing evil, right? <laughs> yeah. I I don't know about you, but I can't get away with anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this suffering stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Verse eighteen. For Christ also has once suffered for sin the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit, by which also he went and preached unto the spirits in prison, which sometime were disobedient, when once the long-suffering of God waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was preparing, wherein few, that is, eight souls were saved by water. The like figure, whereunto even baptism does also now save us, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is on the right hand of God, angels and authorities and powers being made subject unto him. <clears throat> so here we see the um, two separate entities, once again, yeah. on the right hand of God. Right. You know, and we pointed that out in previous Right. Uh, yeah, and also uh, it's an inter interesting comment here. He uh, he connects baptism with Noah's flood. Okay, so as uh, Noah's family was saved by water, we are saved by water. Of course, but uh, we have to be still be righteous, and we have to, and we, we find in reading more carefully the verses about baptism, baptism and repentance go together. Okay, so it's not just baptism by itself. Baptism and repentance. Both. Yep. Chapter 4. <clears throat> for as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, but to the will of God. For the time past of our life may suffice us to have wrought the will of the nations. When we walked in lasciviousness, lust, excess of wine, revelings, banquetings, and abominable idolatries. Hey, wait a minute. What's wrong with banqueting? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he must be overindulgent, meaning overindulgence, right? I, I yeah. like buffets and banquets. Yeah, right. Banquets are good. <laughs> of course, how often? How often do I go to a banquet? Uh, two or three times a year, at the yeah. most. So I'd say I'm pretty moderate <laughs> in that regard. That, I think it, it just means overindulgence. Right. Sure. <clears throat> Verse four, wherein they think it strange that you run not with them to the same excess of riot, speaking evil of you. In other words, why don't you join in? 
Right. You're weird. Why don't you do all this fun stuff? Rioting is bad enough, let alone excessive rioting. Yeah. Hey, Ferguson, Missouri, right? Yeah. Talk about rioting. Uh, Verse 5, who shall give account to him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead? For for this cause was the gospel preached also to them that are dead, that they might be judged according to men in the flesh, but live according to God in the spirit. Okay, well, gee, you know, if, if he's talking only about Christians, can't be too many of those, okay? I think he's using the word gospel in a broader sense, right? Because, uh, uh, you know, the law, of, the law of Moses was also the gospel. Okay. Well, like you said earlier, I mean, there was no New Testament when this was written. Yeah, it's, it's still being compiled. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Verse 7. But the end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober and watch unto prayer. Sober? Oh, man. No Peter, Peter, you're no fun. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty boring. Yeah, right. <laughs> and above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves. For charity shall cover the multitude of sins. All right, and uh, this is, uh, my notation here says, self-sacrificing love. Charity. Well, goodwill. Okay, and if uh, when in, if you have a dispute with your neighbor and it's hard to resolve, then um, even if you, if you're not guilty and there's no other way to resolve the situation, just say, okay, well, I'll take care of it. You know, I'll take responsibility for it. And if it uh, involves, let's say, a large amount of money, pay it, and the and Yahweh will repay you. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Verse 9, use hospitality one to another without grudging. As every man has received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which God gives, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So it certainly wasn't the Jews who were speaking of the oracles of God. No. <laughs> no doubt about that. I think we've seen that this book was not even, had nothing to do with Jews. It's not yeah. Them, right. Well, yeah. Well, not of the Bible. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the Jews are trying to kill Peter. You know, they had already killed Stephen. Yep. So you can't be talking about Jews. The oracles of God are kept by us Israelites, not by Jews. Mm-hmm. Verse 12, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. All right, so don't be surprised if you're tested. <laughs> and it can be very painful at times. But I don't want to be tested. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's, here's a, uh, what, what do you call it? It's been so long since I've been to school. What do you call it when you have a a quiz, a pop quiz, an unexpected, yeah, is that what it's called, a pop quiz? Yeah, pop quiz. An unexpected quiz. All right, everybody get your pens and papers out. (laughs) Okay. I hate a pop quiz. Right. (laughs) 
verse 13, but rejoice inasmuch as you are partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad also with exceeding joy. If you be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are you. The spirit of glory and of God resteth upon you. On their part he is evil spoken of, but on your part he is glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer or as a thief or as an evildoer or as a busybody that <laughs> matters. Oh, man. Do I know a lot of busybodies? <laughs> they're all over the place. Yeah, they're all over the place. <laughs> it's kind of fun, you know, sticking your nose in the Yeah, people. right. <laughs> knowing, their, knowing their personal life and gossiping about them. All right. <laughs> yep. Yet if any man suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. Oh, hey, hold on. But, uh, uh, here, uh, is this the first instance of the word Christian? Uh, or did uh, we come across that in Paul? I think we hit on that in Paul, but I don't remember. It wasn't, I mean, very often that we did. Uh-huh. Let me pull up my... Yeah. You, you, uh, would you mind looking that up in your uh, yeah. concordance? Yeah. And what would that be in the Greek? Christian, <laughs> Christ, Christos is Christ, the Messiah. Anointed one. That's what Christos means. Right? Yeah. Can't imagine what the Greek word is for Christian. <laughs> Christian. Actually, we came across it in um, Acts chapter 26. Verse oh, okay. Uh, then Agrippa said unto Paul, Almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. Okay. And it comes from the Greek word Christianos. Christianos, okay. A follower of Christ. Okay. And uh, same same thing here. Same same word. Right. Okay. Follower of Christ. Okay. Very good. So only twice in the entire New Testament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Verse seventeen. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. Uh oh. Uh oh. No wonder we ain't doing so well these days. <laughs> <clears throat> and if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel? All right. So those who are disobedient, what do you think is going to happen to them? Not, not very uh, good news, is it? There shall be wailing and a gnashing of teeth. Those who are righteous can avoid that kind of thing, but not the unrighteous. And how do you define righteous? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like to well, ask that question. If I think so, it's right, it's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Verse 18, and if the righteous scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Scarcely be saved, right? Mm-hmm. Wherefore, oh, we're all saved. We were all saved 2,000 years ago at the cross. Huh. Yeah, once, once he died, that's for all sins. Yeah. Past, future, anything. Yeah. You know? All you got to do is believe. Yes. <laughs> so, well, you don't even have to do that. <laughs> right? <laughs> if you're saved 2,000 years ago, you're saved. What, what do you need to believe anything for? What do you need to do anything? Yeah. You don't even have to believe. Yeah. 
<laughs> you just got to wait till you get <laughs> wait till the judgment day and hope <laughs> hope you're right. <laughs> yeah. Such great logic. Yeah, right. it's, it's comical. It's comical it really what is. these churches teach. It is. And we, and we make fun of them, but I mean, right. how do you get the point across? You know, it, 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 right. they need to wake up for, for their own sake, really. That's right. Verse 19. Wherefore, let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. So, no matter what, don't, uh, don't, fall prey to um, oh what's the word you know lackadaisicalness I'm trying to think of the proper word where you uh, you know lose faith and lose hope basically lose hope and fall into sinning because uh, you've lost hope right Uh, no matter what just keep doing good or just getting lazy you know right well yeah that too right (laughs) Chapter 5 The elders which are among you I exhort, who am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed Feed the flock of God which is among you taking the oversight thereof not by constraint but willingly not for filthy lucre of money but of a ready mind Either as being lords over God's territory. I don't care how filthy it is. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I can buy stuff with it. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me some money. I'll tell yeah, you everything right. you want to hear. <laughs> I'll tell you how great you are and how you don't have to. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, you'd make a great advisor to the king. <laughs> Amen. 
that concludes the first letter of the Okay. Now we are going to start. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to bother to read the survey. These these surveys are so lame. <laughs> yeah. They are. They really yeah, are. Really are. Pathetic. Yeah, Judeo Christianity is totally pathetic. It is. And yeah. and you wonder why I wonder why sometimes why people are turned off by Right. You know, they, they see these they hear the different things that Judeo Christians say and it just doesn't make any logical sense. Right. So why you know, why would I want to deal with all that? It doesn't make any sense. Yes. Okay. Second Peter. Chapter 1, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. Okay, that you might. M-I-G-H-T, that's a conditional, not a guarantee. Might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, try to stay as far away from that as possible. Yeah. Right, you can't. You, you almost can't even turn on the TV. It's so disgusting yeah. what's on the television set. Yeah, that's right. And besides this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. Oh, that's asking too much. <laughs> Who can do that? Who can do that's all of that? That's a lot of work. Right? That is just a lot of work. I don't yeah, really right. all that. <laughs> Leave me alone. Let me take my drink my booze and snort my <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> right? And watch my football game. Right. <laughs> For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, just as we found out in Deuteronomy chapter 28 and many other places in the Old Testament, if you obey Yahweh's laws, no disease will fall upon you. You will be fruitful, and you will have uh, all kinds of children, and you won't have any, uh, what's the, what's the word, uh, poverty, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, just by uh, Verse 8 here is uh, spoken in the same spirit. But you have to do something. You have right. to actually well, of course. follow his laws. You can't just yeah. believe. As we no, no, no. All I have to do is play solitaire <laughs> 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 and wait for the judgment day. <laughs> right? <laughs> but here, verse 9 is extremely important as to what was forgiven at the cross. But he that lacks these things is blind and cannot see far off, and has forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. What? His old sins. Old sins. Not the future sins. There you go. Old sins. Old sins. Not new sins, not current sins, old sins. Why is it that the Judeo-Christian ministers overlook this passage? 
Because that means they have to do something. (laughs) (laughs) That means future sins, he's not saying that future sins have been forgiven, right? That would contradict their faith or their teaching. It's not really faith. Well, actually, according to them, there's no such thing as sin. That's right. You know, sin is transgression of the law. The law has been done away with, so. Yeah. I, I'm just thinking Judeo-Christian logic here. Right. <laughs> Verse 10, Wherefore the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you shall never... Okay, so this is what you have to do to achieve salvation. Because you have to make your calling and election sure. It's not guaranteed. What kind of God would we serve if all we had to do was believe? I mean, right. you know, right. A robot? For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus. All right, an entrance. Uh, Yeah, let's keep that entrance open. (laughs) Pearly gates. (laughs) Don't lock me out. Right. (laughs) I believe. Yeah. Will you let me in if I want to bring my pet pig? (laughs) (laughs) No, swine's flesh. (laughs) I got some good barbecue I can share with you. Yeah, (laughs) right. Verse 12, wherefore I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, so you know them and be established in the present truth. Yeah, so don't forget what I'm telling you, (laughs) right? That's right. Yea, I think it meet, as long as I am in this tabernacle, to stir you up by putting you in remembrance, knowing that shortly I must put off this this my tabernacle, even as our Lord Jesus Christ has showed me. Moreover, I will endeavor that you may be able, after my decease, to have these things always in remembrance. Okay, so uh, Yahshua told him that the means and uh, probably the time manner of his death. So he was anticipating it. You don't think he might have been sick at this time and and could maybe see it come in or... No, well, everything suggests from the nature of this sermon that he's full of fire and brimstone, <laughs> yeah, right? That's, that's true. He wouldn't have mm-hmm. been able to get a sermon like this. Right. <clears throat> Moreover, I will endeavor that you may be, okay, I already got that, verse 16, for we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received from God the Father honor and glory, when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Okay, there's a difference between the Father and the Son. I thought he was talking okay. about the here. It is. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he did not say, I am my own beloved Son. <laughs> I am pleased with myself. I am pleased with myself. I'm pleased with myself, too, but that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> what have you done for me lately? <laughs> you don't you don't talk to yourself and say no. that? No, well, occasionally I do, <laughs> but that never settles anything. <laughs> Verse 18, and this voice which came from heaven we heard, 
when we were with him in the Holy Mount. We have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto you do well that you take heed, as unto a light that shines in a dark place, until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Yes, and uh, all these prophecies, hundreds of hundreds of them, if not thousands of them in the Bible, have only been fulfilled by the Caucasian Anglo-Saxon Christian people, okay? None of these others, you know, the Jews haven't fulfilled any of these prophecies. Once you understand that we are Israel, all of these prophecies make sense, mm-hmm. and, and they're understandable. That's the only way to understand That's right. There's no other way to understand them. Verse 20. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the Scripture is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old times by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Amen. Chapter 2. But there were false prophets also among the people. No, there couldn't have been false prophets. (laughs) Even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, denying even even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. Oh, it should be swifter than it is. (laughs) Yeah. A.K.A. John Hagee. Right. And many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. And through covetousness shall they, with feigned words, make merchandise of you, Oh, that's right. That's what most Christians today, they've been made merchandise off of. Give, give us your shekels and send them to Israel. Yep. yep. You'll be blessed if you do. That's right. The more money you send to Israel, the more blessed you'll be. Called. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and, then, and then you'll be raptured. <laughs> you'll be raptured. <laughs> right. uh, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. To be raptured, you have to throw a few more shekels in the basket. <laughs> right, right. But... You don't have to really follow yeah. any law. Right. All you do is <laughs> that right. Put, you know, put shekels in the basket and you're good to go. That's yep. the best to do it. Whose judgment now of a long time lingers not, and their damnation slumbers not. Ooh. Oh, okay. So their damnation is waiting for them, and they're not going to escape it. Nope. All the big houses they have, and yeah, right. the cars they drive aren't going to do them a darn bit of good, are they? Right. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell, and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment, and spared not the old world, but saved Noah the eighth person, a creature of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly, and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an example, example unto those that after should live ungodly and delivered just Lot, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. For that righteous man dwelling among them, in seeing and hearing, vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. The Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptation, and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. Okay. But chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise government. Presumptuous are they, self-willed, they are not afraid to speak evil of dignity. 
whereas angels, which are greater in power and might, bring not railing accusation against them before the Lord. But these, as natural brute beasts, made to be taken and destroyed, speak evil of things that they do they do not understand, and shall utterly perish in their own corruption. Uh, what is the word for made in verse 12? The word made? Yeah. But these as natural brute beasts made to be taken and destroyed. What is the actual word there in verse 12? And shall utterly perish in their own corruption. Okay, so again, you know, evildoers will be punished. <laughs> there's, no, there's no way around it. It comes from the Greek word geneo, and it means to procreate. Uh huh. So to, to regenerate. Uh, okay, so to so it means more like born, not made. Mm-hmm. Born to be you know, born to be taken and destroyed. And this word beast is zoon. Uh huh. Right. A live thing that is yeah. an animal. I don't beast. think it's talk. We're not talking about four-legged beasts. No, of course not. We're talking about the other kind of beast. Yeah. The two-legged type. I think I think uh, Peter is kind of uh, reiterating uh, Jonah three eight. Okay, there are these brute beasts born to be taken and destroyed. Certainly, he's talking about Edomites. Mm-hmm. Okay, because they're all going to be destroyed, and they <laughs> shall utterly perish in their corruption. Amen. Yep. <clears throat> And shall receive the reward of unrighteousness, as they that count it pleasure to riot in the daytime. Hmm, I wonder who counts it pleasure. <laughs> riot in the daytime. Fergin, <laughs> man, there's so many references to Fergin, Missouri, <laughs> in, this, in this book of Peter. <laughs> Are we talking about Ferguson, Missouri? <laughs> Again, yes. <laughs> Spots they are and blemishes, sporting themselves with their own deceivings while they feast with you having eyes full of adultery, and that cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls, a heart they have exercised with covetous practices, cursed children, which have forsaken the right way and are gone astray, following the way of Balaam, the son of Bosor, who loved the wages of unrighteousness. And what was the sin of uh, Balaam? He, he encouraged... He, Go ahead. Yeah, he encouraged... Uh, the Israelites to sin by race mixing. There you go. Yep. But let's see, verse sixteen. But was rebuked for his iniquity. The dumbass speaking with man's voice forbade the madness of the prophet. See, There's a lot of humans that speak like dumbasses. <laughs> <laughs> These are wells without water, clouds Ooh. that are carried with a tempest to whom the mist of darkness is reserved forever. Wow. For when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they allure through the lust of the flesh, through much wantonness. Those that were clean escaped from them who live in in error. While they promised them liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption. There you go. It's a politician, modern politician, always promising us liberty. If you just vote for me. Yeah, right. (laughs) I'll take from from Peter and give to you. Yeah. 
Promise me anything, just don't tax me for it. (laughs) For of whom a man is overcome, of the same is he brought in bondage. All right, yes, enslaved, yes. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome, the latter end is worse with them than the beginning. All right, so people who have become Christians can fall away and be condemned. Absolutely. Uh, Oh, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. Somewhere in the Bible it must say, once saved, always saved. (laughs) Right? We're going to come on and talk about that in the next book. Maybe John will tell us that. Yeah, right. But John, we'll see when we get there. Once saved, always saved. Yeah. Everybody in the chat room, y'all be, be on the lookout for those, those verses. You know, that, That's right. Once saved, always saved. For it had been better for them not to have been to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. Amen. Amen. So it'd be better if you didn't know any know the right way. That's right. It'd be better if you hadn't been born. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Than to turn away from righteousness. Yep. But it has happened unto them according to the true proverb. The dog is turned to his own vomit again. And the sow that was washed to her wallowing in the mire. <laughs> okay. The pig always winds up in the mire. <laughs> no two ways about it, right? That's right. I love it. This is fire and brimstone, brother. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Good stuff. Yes, yes. Okay. Excellent teaching. uh, Excellent. Hit chapter 3 next week. Yeah. Start in the book of John. Yeah, and John is my absolute favorite. Talk about fire and brimstone. Uh, First two and three, John. Outstanding stuff. Okay, very good. All right, and we'll see you next week. Yep. Good night, everybody. Yeah, bless the saints. Take care. Bye-bye.